Good evening and welcome to the Coaches Show with Concordia University St. Paul head football coach Shannon Curry. A weekly inside look at Golden Bears football. Now let's join your host for the Coaches Show, Wally Langfellow. And welcome to the Coaches Show. Wally Langfellow with you, of course, joined by Shannon Courier, the head football coach of Concordia St. Paul's Golden Bears. Well, Coach, uh, season ended last weekend against uh, Minot State. Uh, you guys traveled up there and uh, didn't get the victory. I know it was a close game. Uh, looked like it was a kind of a windswept. I saw snow on the sidelines when I was watching the uh, game online. Um, give me a description of uh, the setting there and, and how things went. Yeah, it was an interesting setting. Um, we knew there was supposed to be some snow and some precipitation. And on, on Saturday morning, we, we woke up. We had early game. It was 11 a.m. kickoff. So we were leaving the hotel about 8 o'clock to get to the, uh, to the facility. Um, we had team meal at 7 a.m. On the road to the facility, we basically slid down the hill like it was uh, icy. Wow. <clears throat> um, it had snowed slash sleeted uh, throughout the night. And when we got close to the facility, the buses couldn't even make it up the hill to the facility uh, because of the, the ice. Uh, one of the buses was able to rearrange the weight, whatever uh, the mechanism in the bus system allows them to do that. So that bus made it up. A different bus had to drop the players off a couple blocks before the facility uh, to walk the sidewalk. So it was just really slick. When we got there, the field was just covered in ice. I've never seen anything like it. You know, you see pictures on TV of Lambeau Field and, you and I were at Lambeau Field one time, and it was in the winter. Uh, and the, the field is um, turf, but it was it was all iced over. So it was kind of a unique experience. There wasn't any snow falling at that time uh, to be in the game. You know, there was people concerned about the safety of, of the players, uh, but I just knew they were going to play the game. Um, and, and our guys did a great job. Like in a pregame, we always get the wide receivers and quarterbacks out on the field a couple, an hour before the specials take the field to throw routes. And they were just kind of enjoying it. You know, one of the guys from Lakeville took his shirt off and he wanted to prove that he was uh, uh, capable of being tough, you know, in the cold elements. Uh, so, you know, we had that to deal with and um, they took the ball and um, we played some good defense throughout the first half. We held our top running back who was an all-accomplice player. Uh, we limited him to 19 yards in the first half. And uh, we, uh, you know, like another game, you know, the uh, Preston, who's a unbelievable running back for us. You know, he fumbled in the first uh, series, which led to their first score. Um, we got the ball at the three-yard line. <clears throat> we couldn't punch it in. We had a couple of young tight ends playing in the game, two freshman tight ends that are going to be great, but we just didn't uh, execute on a couple assignments down there. Um, anyway, we come out of the second half, and um, we get a chance to close the lead. We switched quarterbacks to, to Abe Schwartz. His ankle was feeling well enough to get in the game. And he led us down on a nice drive. Uh, did a great job executing an hour 21-20. <clears throat> we kicked the, excuse me, we kicked the ball off. And um, I guess at some point the ball ends up at the one yard line. Our, our freshman punter punts it down to their one. This is in a fourth quarter. Now we're down by one point. And we just thought we had it made at that point. Now the snow is coming down hard. The wind is heavy against them, and uh, all we need is a stop. But we we let them on a 99 drive, 99 yard drive, and they scored. Uh, so we're down eight points, which ended up being the final. So um, it was disappointing to lose because we were certainly capable of of winning. And it's it's just small things that seem to 
um, get us. You know, uh, we had a personal foul on one of the drives that led to a touchdown. We had a face mask on a drive and a, in, in a different uh, drive that led to a touchdown. And we just have to eliminate those mistakes. Um, some of them are, I guess, inexperienced out there. Um, you know, when you have young players playing, they're going to make mistakes. But we're really committed here this offseason to raising our standards of how we operate and just the knowledge that we need to have. Um, so we're excited about making improvements this offseason so we can uh, be a much better team in 2022. Back to the, um, the conditions, um, was that, is that a field turf field then? Yes, sir. Yeah, oh, boy. So that, so that really adds to it because then it becomes really more slippery. So how did that affect um, your game plan and what you were planning, what, how you were going to attack uh, Minot? Well, we knew with our freshman quarterback and having Lawan Preston back, we were going to run the football anyway, and that was their style too. Uh, they have a really good back. So it didn't affect it at all, honestly. You know, we, we always believe it's to our advantage when the, when the field's slick. We try to take those elements of weather and make them our advantage. So we just, uh, you know, we, we try to just convince ourselves, hey, this is, this is uh, going to help us win. And I think our kids did that for the most part. You know, they believe that this is going to be beneficial. Um, so we didn't alter anything. And we, we really ran the ball well. The first drive, like I said, we, we had some things going and we had the fumble. You know, the next drive, we're, we're running down the field like, like I mean, Lawan's getting six, eight, ten yards a pop. Like, we're just smoking them off the ball. And then all of a sudden, uh, our freshman quarterback thought he'd take – we caught free access when the corner's off the receiver and they're giving us something easy. Uh, so he was going to take that um, – what, what the corner was giving him and that the snap, the corner, then, you know, pressed our receiver. So he decided to run it, but when he ran, we had a holding call. You know, and that just stalled the drive. And, and we, it's just too many of those sort of things that haunt us. And uh, anyway, we, we moved the ball really well, but we just couldn't finish off drives well enough a couple of different times. And uh, obviously that came to haunt us in the end. And, and you, met, you talk about, um, you know, the use of a lot of young players. And, you know, when you have young players and you play them from the get-go at the beginning of the season, I think that that's one thing. But it seems like, you know, you had to do – it was a lot of patchwork because most of your young players were playing because of injuries to guys who were your first stringers. So that's a little different because now you're bringing guys in in the middle of the season that hadn't got a lot of play time. But I guess the advantage is now you've got guys that uh, picked up some experience that, you know, hopefully will help you uh, down the road. Yeah, absolutely. We played 22 freshmen this year significantly. And there's a lot of young kids that – you know, we're excited about it. Uh, they're going to be great players. But when you're a young player, you're a freshman in the league, your first or second year here, it's just really, it's really hard to stand out. And obviously the teams that are always the best are the ones that are most experienced. And as this group progresses here, obviously we expect to be one of the better teams. I guess the key to continuing a, um, a program of dominance is you always got to backfill guys behind those kids. So as, as one group of great players graduates, you have, you know, you have guys in line ready to step in. So the drop-off isn't as significant as it was for us this year. So um, we are excited about that. But at the same time, when, you know, I'm not going to use the excuses. It always uh, falls on me as the head coach uh, when, whenever this, however the season goes or, you know, if it's recruiting or anything, it's, it's my responsibility to have answers. Um, you know, so I think the season's really allowed us to take a deep dive into everything we do. How do we get better? 
And my belief, honestly, is that this season is going to allow us to be way better than maybe we would have been if we wouldn't have had an experience like this. Let's say we go six and five this year and we, we think things are better than they are really um, because your blemishes aren't as exposed. Then all of a sudden, maybe next year we don't achieve our greatness that we could have done. But because of where we're at today, I really do believe that we're going we're gonna to really do a great job of, of trying to make some changes um, and, and definitely raising the standards. That's the key right now is we got to raise the standard. Anytime you want change, you got to raise the standard um, of whatever that situation is. I mean, if, if you want to lose weight, you got to raise the standard of your diet. You know, if you want to be more optimistic, you got to raise the standard of your thoughts. Um, if we want to change this program to, to being better than, you know, we have to raise the standard of how we operate. And that's exactly what we're, we're doing right now. All right. Uh, let's take a break. We've got a couple of your players waiting on deck. Uh, freshman kicker, Sam Henson, and then freshman safety, uh, Anthony Ukofia will join us. We'll talk with them. And then you and I will uh, wrap things up in a little bit. And we'll talk more about recruiting and what you, what folks can look forward to next year. You're ta- we're talking to head coach Shannon Courier right here on the Coaches Show. Back with more after this timeout. Stay with us. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your To Be Continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. Goldmare fans, did you know that this Coaches Show, along with our CSP Bears podcast, is available to subscribe in iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio? The CSP Bears podcast is a new way to get people behind the scenes in Concordia Athletics and is generally available on Thursday afternoons. And the Coaches Show will be available on the pod late Friday evening or early Saturday morning. Just search CSP Bears for our weekly podcast and Coaches Show. You're listening to The Coach's Show with Golden Bears head football coach, Shannon Currier. And welcome back to The Coach's Show. Wally Langfellow with you, and we are now joined by a couple of Concordia St. Paul Golden Bears players, kicker Sam Henson and freshman safety Anthony Yukofia, um, who came to us from YZ High School, the Trojans, of course, a uh, state champion back in 2019. Heck of a run back then. Um and it's kind of a dichotomy here for you. Didn't lose many football games this year, that, that year, and you didn't win many this year. How did you handle it all? Well, you know, I was, I was, I w- I'm not going to say prepared for it, but I just knew that'd be a billing process coming here. And that's what I was interested in. So the, the losses, you know, I kind of just took them one by one, learned from every single week. So. Yeah. And, and you guys, um, coming in here, like you said, you, you didn't know what to expect, I'm sure. But at the same time, you got a lot of experience that you may not have gotten on a senior laden team that, you know, in a situation where they didn't have injuries. I mean, a lot of freshmen got uh, some playing time this year. How, how do you think that that's going to help going forward? It's going to help us a lot. Uh, the building from this experience and just the lessons that we learned this season from all the older guys. Like I know me personally, I learned a lot from this season and all my experiences. So that'll be the biggest thing to carry on. What did you learn? You think, what was the, what were some of the main things that you pulled out of this season? Really just knowing your role, 
just executing to the fullest extent. All of us, we have one eleventh on the field, so we just got to execute our own role. So that was my biggest biggest takeaway. And the and the change from high school to uh, D two, what what's what did you notice is the biggest thing? Everybody says speed, and I and I, I get that. But what parts of the game um, did you kind of figure? Okay, this is different. Uh, mainly the mental part. Like in high school, I was always more one of the more athletic people, and sure. even which I'm still pretty athletic. But it's just you're not going to get on the field without having your mental right. So. Yeah, <laughs> there's a, there's a lot of athletes on the field when you get to this level, for sure. Yeah, right? exactly. Um, all right, Sam, let's talk about your freshman season here um, at Concordia St. Paul. Um, you know, for you, it was a pretty good season, even though you guys didn't win many football games. Um, tell me what uh, what your experience was uh, in this first year of college foot, first full year of college football. Uh, I mean, I th- it was a fun experience, you know. I didn't think I was going to be playing college football coming into college. and But uh, honestly, you know, it was really cool to have a great year. Um, but, you know, obviously I'd like to win some more football games. But um, I was just trying to do what I could do to help the team. You know, whenever I got sent out there from Coach C, it was just put points on the board. Yeah, and, you know, there's been a pretty good tradition of, um, of kickers on this squad over the years uh several that have been up you know considered for um national awards and so on are you familiar with some of the history of the uh, kickers especially in the last you know five six years yeah so in my recruiting process this year a big part of it was jonas who ended up having a couple nfl tryouts and got to play professionally in europe this year and coach monk who played with Tom Obarski and coach Jonas had had kind of given me kind of the background of what we've had here. And it's, it's really impressive when you look at it, especially the elements that we have to kick in up in the NSIC. So, and I just want to continue that tradition. Yeah, no question that uh, there has been, there has been some success here over the years. Um, all right. What did you think? I'll ask you the same question that I asked Anthony. What did you think? Um, you got what was the thing you got number one the most out of this season um, playing this first full year of college football? Definitely learned a lot. Um, I can't kind of came from the same situation as Anthony is. I didn't lose a lot in high school being at Owatonna. We won back to back state championships. So having a couple losses right away and then happening throughout the year is kind of like, okay, I kind of know what this is like now it's not ever something you want to be comfortable with, but it was something I got to figure out throughout the years, how to handle that and then how to handle adversity. And I think a big thing was being a freshman and going to travel and everything was getting to see all the different atmospheres and getting to kick at all these different places that I'll have to kick throughout my career here. Anthony, they say that uh, you learn more, from a loss than you do from a win. <laughs> now, I don't think you wanted to do that 10 times this year, but um, do, is there truth to that? Well, yes. I'll say yes and no, but yes, because losing is just like you learn a lot of lessons and you know you don't ever want to feel that way again, and that impact will like be instilled in you moving forward. 
But no, but no, I think winning does because everyone wants to win. And that's always going to be like the goal that we're shooting for. So, yes. Yeah, but but when you win, do you do you look at them? I mean, it seems to me that when you win, you're less likely to look at the mistakes you made and and, and you know, pull in the positives because you won the football game. You know, nothing at the end of the day, nothing really matters if you if you win the football game and vice versa. It all matters if you lose the game. True. Yeah, that's true. You tend to not focus on all the mistakes when you win. That's true. Yeah. Um, all right. So now you go into the off season. Um, what is going to be, Anthony, what is going to be your focus this off season as you get ready for uh, spring football and then uh, 2022? Uh, my main focuses will be just really to get faster and stronger as always. I'm going to start working on my pad level so I can get in and out of my breaks faster so I can be more effective and then just keep building on the playbook and my mental aspect. Describe your game. What, what, how would you describe your game? I like to say I'm a playmaker on the field. I, my motto is see ball, get ball. That's what I kind of live by on the field. So every chance I have to get, get a shot at the ball, that's, that's what I want. So I'm a playmaker. Is there anybody on this year's squad that you really, um, you, you know, it's particularly maybe an older player that you really got a lot from, that you learned a lot from? I definitely got to show, uh, say Rhett Sheehan. He was an amazing leader in the, in the DB group. And being behind him, I learned so many things. I've been emphasizing, like he's helped me emphasize the mental aspects and focusing on communicating with the defense and calling, making checks beforehand so you can know what you're doing and having a plan for everything. So I've learned ton of things from him. Sam, same question to you. What, how is this off season going to differ for you? What, um, what particular things are you going to do and work on? I think number one for me is just to continue to get stronger. Um, you know, build up the leg strength, hit touchbacks. Every time I step on the field, hit, hit a kickoff next year, you know, get the field goal range deeper and deeper. Um, another thing would just be, to continue to grow mentally and continue to stay positive, even though we had a lot of negatives this year and just to figure out how to keep everyone else positive as well, going into the spring and summer and next season. What you, is there anything um, specifically that you do to grow your leg strength? Uh, well, coach O uh, has, he's talked to me quite a bit and a lot of it's been flexibility and then obviously we have our uh, weight, pro weight, weight training program where uh, we go in and get stronger three, four times a week. As a kicker, do you still feel like, you know, a lot of times people say, well, he's a kicker. He's not really a football player. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you take exception to that? Uh, sometimes. <laughs> kind of like in practice when some people say that it's like yeah you know I don't do a whole lot when it comes to practice but you know when it comes to the games you know kickers always a necessity is a lot of kickers win and lose games for football teams so I kind of look at it as like yeah you know th there's some truth to it but there's also a need for us 
Did you run any uh, trick plays or anything where you had to either make a tackle or where you where you ended up having to uh, do something other than kick the football? No, not this year, but we had a couple in the playbook uh, for some games, and we were looking at running them, and we never did. But, I mean, our punter, Parker Dahlman, got to throw a pass this year, which was pretty cool. But uh, I'm hoping next year Coach C lets me score a touchdown. There you go. That's that's what you want. That's what everybody wants. You want to get into the end zone. Well, guys, I appreciate you spending some time with me. Um, we'll look forward to talking to you again next year. Have a great off season, and we will talk to you next fall. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Our appreciation to both Sam Hensman, freshman kicker from Oatana, and to Anthony Ukofia, freshman safety from Wyzetta. We'll be back with Coach Courier with our final segment after this timeout. Stay with us. Make sure you download our new CSP Bears game day app in the App Store or Google Play Store. The free app helps you follow our football team and any of our other teams on campus. Simply search for CSP Bears, download the app, and select your favorite Golden Bears team to get notifications tailored to your settings. The app also allows you to get live stats and easy access to watch and listen to our games live right in the app. Search CSP Bears in the App Store today. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your to-be-continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. Now back to the Coaches Show with Wally Langfellow and Golden Bears head football coach Shannon Courier. And welcome back to the Coaches Show. Wally Langfellow along with head coach Shannon Courier. Well, Coach, um, let's now look forward to uh, what you have lined up for your squad. First, let's talk about off-season training, what the guys do, and then uh, when spring football starts and what that encompasses. Uh, give us an idea on those, on those items. Yeah, the, the first thing, of the first order of business really is to ha- have individual meetings with all the players. That's what I'm in the midst of right now, you know, from uh, 7.30 to 6 p.m., just nonstop meetings, uh, 20 to 30-minute segments with each player, you know, talking about, you know, their thoughts and how we can get better, um, you know, what standard they think we have to really focus on to have the biggest improvement, what standard they believe they have to focus on for their individual improvement, you know, again, a get a glimpse of like where they're at academically, uh, you know, what year do they look to graduate? Are they going to get a master's degree? Just trying to really get a good uh, locked in on, on where they're at. Um, and then we talk about, you know, how they're doing uh, on the field, the things that they can improve on. We give them some feedback, what they do in the weight room. Um, you know, we have video clips that we share with them to give them examples of the things that we see. And that that's been really helpful. Uh, this, this year I've done a little bit differently. I've, involved uh, the position coach and myself together to do the meetings so that we are not doing two different meetings and then also the coordinator. So there's times there's three or four of us in the room here sure. uh, talking to that one individual. I just think it's been very effective. We did uh, the offense line yesterday. Uh, this morning we're doing the defensive backs uh, this app, this afternoon, the running backs. So we're doing all the position, the position group, all, you know, one after the other, of course, but all in the kind of the same time frame. So that way the position coach is not running around wasting their time. Uh, so that's, that's important. We, we do have to raise standards. You know, that's the, 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 the key. Uh, we got to play better. We got to expect more. Uh, we have to have a stronger commitment. We need better leadership. You know, we need to get better at all things. 
Um, therefore, we're just talking about what that looks like. It's our job to teach these kids what does it mean to be great. You know, a lot of them are doing the best they can for what they know, but it's our job to show them what being great looks like. And uh, based on their circumstances and where they come from, you know, players have different definitions of what that looks like. And we have to get more players to really do the things it takes to be great. And, and a lot of the things aren't are outside the players' hands. Um, you know, they don't always control who their teammates are. So we have to do a better job of making sure we have a, a strong senior class each year that's invested, that's gone through the, the wire here, that's put the blood, sweat, and tears into the program because then it's going to mean more. And that's just part of our, our I guess, naturation. Or, um, as we grow the program, there'll be more seniors every year that are um, committed to – uh, the program and they've grown here and they put the time in. Uh, so, you know, recruiting is essential. We have to recruit good young men, uh, but not just guys that are good on the video. We watch the the video of all these players because Huddle provides so, so much uh, video for us. But then it's about, hey, what type of person is this? What kind of leader can he be? How bad does he want to be good? Uh, you know, does he want to move away from home? What does he want to study? Uh, is he doing well in school? Because I, I attribute – a lot of times if they're doing really well in school, I, I also believe they're going to do really well in some of the other things that we're asking them to do. And we think that, you know, how you do one thing is how you do everything. So we're just looking at the, the total package of the individual and trying to get the best character, the best young man here, guys that want to grow. Uh, certainly not everybody has to have it figured out. No one does. But we want guys that want to be better, that want to grow um, and, and want to be leaders and make a difference. And uh, we want to fill our, at this point, we're focused on filling this uh, upcoming freshman class with those sort of kids to add on to the quality of men that we currently have. So uh, we're looking for D linemen. You know, that's a, that's a huge area. Um, if you get pressure on a quarterback and stop the run, you can, you can be in any game. So that's a focus for us. And then certainly we have to do a better job of uh, continuing to add to our receiving core. We have to find uh, people we can depend on in the backfield. Um, but we're, but we have a lot here certainly. And now we're just excited to add guys to that mix. And right now they have a break other than these meetings, Thanksgiving is next week. They get off for a few days. Um, when they come back, we're doing some optional lifting. It's not mandatory. You know, if they need to break, we want them to take the break. We want them to be fresh when we start in January after the Christmas break is when we start really going heavy, uh, three days in the morning at five 30, we'll be lifting and, and two days will be, in the dome doing football related things and, and conditioning, you know, mentally training them and trying to make them more competitive and getting the buy-in. And, you know, that's when you sacrifice a lot to, to be um, all in here. And that goes up until spring football, which starts in March. And then we have uh, 16 practices, which ends in a spring game in April. Um, and then we, then we have uh, May off and then we start our off season summer program in June. That's kind of the progression we have going forward. All right. Um, you talked about what you have coming up. Um, quick word on, and I know you, you can't single them out, but a quick word on the seniors that are leaving you this year. I mean, it's, it's, uh, there's a great class, um, high quality kids. They came in here when we were just getting, getting started after the first two and nine season. It's a mixture of people at the time because we had some freshmen, we had some transfers. So the senior class, they're not, it's not a complete class of kids that have been here for four years. Um, you know, Preston Piltoff's a transfer corner. So he's been here, you know, three years with COVID. Um, 
there's there's not a lot of them that have been here for the four or five duration and that's that's something that we have to change we have to have more seniors that have been here for the the long the long haul ideally I like to have 20 plus seniors and with covid you know there's a couple of guys leaving eligibility on the table because you know um that i think covid impacted everybody a little bit differently some guys maybe lost their love for football some guys don't need a master degree some guys are finishing their degree and moving on in life. And, and I guess that's what this time is for is to find out who's really all in. And for a team to be successful, you need everybody all in, you know, you football has got to be a priority and um, we're trying to sort through all that, you know, right now. And so the, the, the graduating class is just a mixture of a lot of things. It's uh, there's five or six guys that have been here the whole time. Dalton Smirchek, um, Matt Montgomery, um, not a lot that, that have been here the whole duration. And then there's guys that transferred in, like the tight end Kevin Ventura, Cortez, Preston Piltop, Javon Sewell. Um, so, but it's so it's a mixture of guys, but they're all uh, really valuable to our program. Um, Dalton Smirchek was one of the best leaders we've had here. Played weak side backer, four year starter. You know, Preston Piltop is one of the best corners in the, I think in the country. We had him cover the best players on the opposite side. Matt Montgomery was an offensive lineman for us. You know, we had one uh, St. Cloud kid, Rob Crackle, was a starting left tackle for us, did a great job. Um, you know, Foster Consitz from Wyzetta kid, a transfer from Duluth. Um, you know, he was excellent here. And then Lorenzo Kendricks is a corner that had a lot of different injuries he battled through from Ohio, has also been here for the duration of five years. So, um, you know, it, unfortunately, though, when you have a one in 10 years, it's just unfortunate to see them have to suffer you know, that sort of season or last year. And, and um, yeah, I, I want to make sure we send kids out on a higher note in the future. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, coach, um, appreciate you spending some time with us. Um, have a great off season. I know you will. And uh, looking forward again to the 2022 uh, golden bears football season. And me too. I, I appreciate all the work you've done and um, your commitment to the program here and the, the, the weekly show and getting our kids an opportunity to do these interviews. Um, I know we have a lot of good kids here. I'm excited about the future. Um, you know, I'm really confident that, that you, you'll see a better product in 2022. Looking forward to it. Thanks coach. Thank you. Have a good All afternoon. Right. All right. He is Shannon Courier, head football coach of the Golden Bears of Concordia, St. Paul. Thanks for joining us here on the coaches show in 2021. We'll look forward to seeing you all again next year. Until then, have a good night, everybody. You've been listening to The Coaches Show with Concordia University's St. Paul head football coach, Shannon Courier. Be sure to tune in each week throughout the season as we review and preview Golden Bears football right here on Minnesota Score Radio. We'll see you next time.